before you get to day, I don't know, I, have, I don't remember how many days, what, 28 days for habit? It's a lot longer with organizational change. But before you get to day like 180 and, and everybody's burnt out and frustrated and you just like, ah, we just want to go back to the, where, the way we were before. If you identify that that's going to be a problem, think about those strategies up front. You're a lot more likely to push through to get to that point where things are really running smoothly for you. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hey everyone, it's a great day at Estimate Rocket Radio, and I want to give you all a very warm welcome. My name is Kathleen. I'm a co-owner here at Estimate Rocket, and I am joined by my dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the head of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Kathy? Excellent. And we are super excited to have another teammate with us here today. Her name is Bevan Hernandez, and she is our director of product. Well, we are concluding our How to Rivals series. Our intention is to talk about what we are trying to accomplish here and how we're trying to serve our customers, but use that as a model for what business owners can be doing with their own customers. So that's been our intention all the time. Of course, we've also launched our rival training series, and that's for Estimate Rocket users to learn how to use Estimate Rocket, not just from us, but from each other. So that's been really exciting for us. That's been very successful. Come join us for that every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. But now to conclude this rival series, we're talking about Profit Gem. Basically, how working out and doing hard things bring big results. And that works in the physical gym where you're working out to become more fit and healthy, but it works in the profit gym and your business gym because that takes hard work and you want to identify the things that pay off. So we're going to talk about how to identify what pays off, how do you know when it pays off and how to keep going when the going gets rough? How do you know when the work is worth it? Hey, Bevan, it's so fantastic to have you with us on Estimate Rocket Radio. Good morning, Kathy. I am so glad to be here this morning. Okay, so this is the wrap-up of our How to Rival series, and we've had a good series of conversations. Have you guys had fun? Oh my gosh, it's been so much fun. It has been a blast. So I hope you're having fun with me shooting these questions at you guys, because it's difficult sometimes to answer. We've picked questions that aren't always comfortable, but people want to know about, you know, for, for estimate rocket, what we're doing and how we think about things, but we're trying to help our customers and businesses learn kind of how they should be doing a business too, based on the model of us learning. So hopefully they don't have to make the same mistakes and uh, they can learn from what we're learning. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. And of course it works into our rival program. We're creating rival training for people just to learn how to use our tool. And okay. So this is the last topic and it's called profit Jim, because we want to talk about the value of working hard for something that's worth it. So I've heard this and we were talking this morning about it, that statistically on average, customers learn about 20% of a product's features, then they stop learning more. And maybe that's just general in life that you know, a lot of people invest into something that they're buying, maybe only about 20% after they buy it to learn it. So why do so few push through to more capability and greater results? Why, why do people stop 
at learning about 20%. Bevan, what do you think about that? What do you see in development? Yeah, so I, I think there's um, sort of multiple angles to this, multiple reasons that people may stop. And part of it starts with what are your expectations coming in, right? If your expectations are coming into a software, I was just looking at um, an article this morning, sorry, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent, but I was just looking at an article this morning about Apple's Notes, right? Everybody who uses an Apple product has this Notes feature and or Notes application. And I don't know, I use it probably like most people use it. I just dump stuff into it. Well, as it turns yeah. out, there's a ton of other features in it that I've just never even noticed. And part of it was my expectation for using Notes was simply that I could dump Notes into it. And so mm -hmm. I used it exactly as my expectation um, going into it was. I didn't bother learning. I didn't bother reading because that's not where, that's not the headspace I was in when I, mm. when I actually signed up for it, or in this case, it was given to me. Mm. So I think that's one aspect of it. Um, the second aspect of it can be if you don't get, if you don't see the immediate path, sometimes people sort of get satisfied with just a minor improvement and they don't push through because the rest of it um, is fatiguing. Uh, so if you think about going to the gym, right, just to go and work out, um, of course, that can be monumental some days, but that's not too fatiguing. But when you have to push through and really do it on the 30th day or the 50th day or the 120th day or lift heavier weights or whatever it is, um, that can get to the point where you're just like, ah, I'm not, I'm not feeling this because I'm not seeing the results yet. So the long game is really tough. Hmm. And then I think there's one other element, especially with software, um, where you haven't clearly defined all the outcomes that you want to get out of it. So when the going gets tough, exploring something new, it's really easy to let go of. And that may that may sound like the same thing, but it's 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 a little bit different. One is sort of more willpower and fatigue based and the other is just a definitions problem you haven't really said you know the outcome of this that i really really want from this piece of software is in the case of notes um better better organized notes or i really really want um myself to be 10 percent more productive whatever or with the estimate rocket right what i really really want to get out of this software if i just want um, better proposals, I might be inclined to only do a piece. But if I look at all the possibilities and I say, wow, you know, what I really, really want is uh, for my company to be more profitable and to use the, the features that will push me forward to that, I might be more inclined and to find that goal, I might be more inclined to stick with it. So I think there's a number of different avenues and places to explore. And I think another subject that's really valuable to speak about right now, because all three of us have such great experience with this, is when you are changing your methodology of how you do things in your business, it can be very frustrating and overwhelming. Well, we did it this way. Before we started using Esmer Rocket, this is the way we did it. And this is the way we like it. Well, you know, it that way was great. But as you evolve with technology and you want to implement technology into your business, you have to be open to some sort of change and change can be great. You might not know it at the time, but you can um, just have so many more valuable tools at your fingertips that you that you never imagined before. It's true. And it, it can also open up some hard questions too. 
right? So when you start unpacking, why were you doing things the way that you, you know, why, were, why did you develop that, that system of doing things in the first place? You're, the process of changing that requires tackling stuff that the organization may not have been ready to tackle yet. And so that's part of it too, right? You have to unpack like, okay, why did we start, I don't know, printing out um, every invoice we get it? Why, why did we start doing that? And is there a real reason we need to do that? And if we don't do that, who's going to be upset? And why will they be upset? What will they feel? Those are questions that are really hard to tackle. It's not just a matter of, hey, this thing will do this thing this way. Obviously, we're part of Estimate Rocket. We're talking about how Estimate Rocket, in a lot of ways, is sometimes it takes time to learn, okay? And it takes some hard work. Let's relate this over to business owners now and you know some of the things that they're expecting their customers to do, because I think that's mostly we, what we want people to get out of this um, is, yeah, we want, we want everybody to kind of learn to use Estimate Rocket, but we also want business owners to learn to have this conversation with their customers mm-hmm. that sometimes you have to pay a little bit, or sometimes you got to put the work into understanding whether it's painting, concrete, lifting, roofing, whatever. Um, you got to be invested a little bit more to learn maybe what the problems in your home or in your business are. Um, and you have to spend some time on those things and it, it just takes work, but it really, if you're able to say it's worth it, I always say those two words worth it is really the, the ultimate judge on, you know, what, what you should be doing. If you could say it's worth it, then put the work in. Mm-hmm. If it's worth it, it's worth what? It's worth the work. And working hard for something is is okay. I remember hearing somebody uh, was a parent was talking to me about their kids were going to serve at a soup kitchen or something like that. And there's, you know, saying the kid was learning about hard work through this whole process. And they were just kind of bemoaning that they had to do this. Like, you know, a lot of kids, whether whether it's chores or anything, you know, it's just sometimes hard, especially when you're not used to it. And the parent was saying, you know, I've told them hard work is good. Mm -hmm. It's good. And I remember hearing her say that. I was like, oh my gosh, that message would would never fly with my kids. (laughs) Hard work is good. (laughs) But but she, I kind of laughed, you know, and, and she was like, no, no, I really do. I tell them it's, it's okay. It's okay to work hard. It's okay when it hurts a little bit. It's okay to be tired at the end of the day. The thing is, did it go towards something good? And I was like, wow, I, I just, I don't know. It kind of flipped the whole thing on its head. Like, yeah, I, I sometimes, I weigh whether or not the work is worth it stuff. But to really just tell myself, to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I've, I've assessed it. I think it's worth it. Now, it's okay. It's okay to sweat a little bit. So I don't know. Do you think that, that we're still learning this in, as business owners? for our, for our business, not just the products we use, but even just in business in general. And if you don't learn it for your business, you can't tell it to your customers. Right. So do you think people are learning that lesson well enough? I have to say personally, you know, it's, there's a percentage that do want to push themselves to these limits and beyond. And then I see a group that really doesn't want to push themselves and wants to, And I would like to wrap them up and um, just get them on a plane and fly them here because I, I, the product, if you just roll your sleeves up and start using the product and learn the product and learn all the features and the, and the automated workflows, and 
it's it's so valuable and it will change your life and it will change your team's lives. So um, when when we do face the customer and I deal with customers every single day, seven days a week. So when I do speak with customers and sometimes they're, they only want to use it to a certain degree and they really don't want to know all those extra features that will create them profitability. I actually get very sad (laughs) and I think, gosh, if you just went the extra mile, we could change your life and change your business. But if they're not willing to do that, I can't take them there. I have to, I have to kind of focus my energies on all the other percentages that want to go to where they can, they can see huge profitability. So mm-hmm. it's, it is an interesting mix when you, and it is interesting for me emotionally, when I do connect with people who aren't interested in pushing themselves. Mm-hmm. Devin, what do you think? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's really interesting because as I talk to people, in fact, I was just talking to someone in a different sort of trade. I was talking to a farrier yesterday, it's a person who shoes horses for the uninitiated. Um, and we were talking about this concept that, you know, uh, in his case, his customers are horse owners and, and horse owners want a quick fix. And it's really hard to convince people that that's, that's short-term thinking. And in the long run, if you do X, Y, and Z, you know, that's what's going to fix your horse for good. Well, it's the same way with, you know, your, your heating, an air conditioning unit, your, your whatever. If you treat it a different way than you've been treating it before, just because it looks good now, you know, don't go back to the old ways just because I fixed this one issue or I right. or I've changed this one thing, you know, and it's, and it's hard. And, and so we were talking about um, the potential of, of adding in sort of checks checking in with the the horse owner in this in this case you know hey how are you doing are you still are you still on track you still understand that this this and this is going to result in the long-term gains um but i think it's a challenge because we as a society have been conditioned for the quick win easy fix miracle cure um presto powder i mean if you look at at what people promise in marketing and sales. I mean, that's the reason you see like all these diet, I, I don't know, maybe you don't take see a pill. I do. <laughs> oh my gosh, just take a pill, just take a pill. It'll all be yeah. better. And, and mm. the reality, and we all know this, we know that that's not how it works, right? Fundamentally, we know that the only way to get fit is to go to the gym and exercise. We know this, we, 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 this is a thing. Like nobody with their rational mind goes, yeah, but there's some element of it could be easzier, I think that we all have right. that says, oh man, man, but maybe they finally figured it out. Maybe they finally figured out how to do something right. with less effort. I think, you know, what do they say? The overnight changes that took 20 years, you know, right. That, <laughs> right. we all want that. Right. And uh, we've talked about things like price change and we've talked about, you know, learning features and all this stuff. There's, there's a confluence of some subjects here, and it almost seems like it's coming to this point of there is there are some things that are really easy at times, and we all want to get there. We want to develop a habit that eventually kind of brings like easy results or easy success, but mm-hmm. the background to anything easy is a lot of hard work. So take, for instance, we're, um, we're discussing this whole idea of discounts, price reduction, or even coupons. There is a space 
where some of that could work. Where would a coupon for services if people did such and such, then they could get this coupon to get this discount. That's not a bad thought, actually, with the background of having a high value of your product, because we've been having some of these conversations, having a high value of your product, realizing that you actually do have to raise prices over time. But there's this window that when you create this background and you you um, you have momentum, then you can do something that's kind of easy, fun, brings quick results, but it's really set against the background of a lot of hard work. Okay. Same for working out. You know, there are days when you go in and you get the pump and you feel good and you look in the mirror and you're like, I love doing this. And you have phrases like, um, you know, nothing tastes nothing. What is it? Nothing tastes better than being skinny. What is that phrase? Yeah. Nothing, nothing tastes as good as thin feels. <laughs> nothing yeah. tastes as good as thin feels. Yeah. And, but that's with the background of tons of hard work. And, you know, so there are, there are places where habits, good habits and hard work becomes kind of easy or fulfilling or whatever you want to call it. But it's mm. really the backdrop there is just tons of, tons of hard work. I don't know. Do you, do you think that kind of applies in this whole idea of, you know, we're getting back to, you know, helping people work hard for things that are worth it. Do you think we have to kind of start helping people understand like, yeah, there's an easy component. There's, there's the pill. Sure. There's something that's going to help um, exponentially help you reach more results and stuff, but nothing without tons of hard work. For anything that you're going to do in business and in life, you know, there is that habit component. I think I'm just reiterating what you said, but it, it is worthwhile to keep reminding ourselves whether we're um, whether it's a business context or a, or a home context or a, you know personal life context, that there will be a point when you have decided to make a change that it's going to be tough to get through. It, it's it's it you know no matter what that change it could be brushing your teeth every morning whatever that <laughs> there will be a point if you want to implement a new in a new habit that there will be a point that you're just not going to feel like picking up that toothbrush mm-hmm. and that those and identifying that those danger zones exist and then identifying strategies to get through them. How are you going to get through um, the difficulties in your organization when somebody says, I, I don't want to do it this way? Like, how, wh- how are you going to tackle that? And mm-hmm. thinking about that up front allows you to do, well, you still have momentum, while well, you still have interest. Um, thinking about that up front before you get to day, I don't know, I, have, I don't remember how many days, what, 28 days for habit. It's a lot longer with organizational change. But before you get to day like 180 and and everybody's burnt out and frustrated and you just like, ah, we just want to go back to the where the way we were before. If you identify that that's going to be a problem, think about those strategies up front. You're a lot more likely to push through to get to that point where things are really running smoothly for you. So I think calling it out, being ready for it is is really super useful. Not to make it daunting, but to make it the expectation. So you're not blindsided by it, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things we're learning and there's thing, uh, it, learning itself is, is very difficult. You know, mm-hmm. you really have to, it, it upends your old ideas and in your old systems, you took a lot of, we've all taken a lot of pains to build the systems we have in place in our life and in our, in our business. And then you have to uproot that and you have to kind of recreate it for the next level that you're trying to live at mm-hmm. for the new world you're going to live in. And it's, it's very difficult, but the question is, is it worth it? So we call this profit gym because even profit takes a lot of hard work. Profit is skimming something off the top of just a a scaffolding of tons of, of hard work. And so we do it as a business. You do it as a business, as, as our listeners, you do it. 
And we're just saying all the time with our product, hey, look, just like you are asking your customers to really understand what all it is you do, and they can't understand all at once how much they need your services how or how often, you know, um, we're saying that as well. There's a lot more there to Estimate Rocket. We're not just making this a commercial, but we're, we're saying that all the time to our customers, which is a lot of our listeners. Um, so anything else that we want to say as far as putting the work in for your business and the tools that you use, um, assessing the cost benefit, you know, saying how, how does this stack up and putting the work in for whatever's worth it? What do you guys, what's, what's a closing word for all this as people are learning to rival, rival their past personal best to become a stronger competitor in the marketplace. You know, it's, there's some hurt. There's some hurt in people's future as they learn to rival. What's, what would be your conclusions or, or some, of the, some of your last words for people as they go out to rival? I think one of the things that you, you just kind of breezed by there, but was really, really useful that I want to pull out is this concept of um, continued learning that comes with all of this. So, so one of the things that can help you as a customer of any piece of software um, continue to pay attention. So not only organize, strategize, plan, plan for the pain, but also continue learning, not just the things that you think you wanna learn, continue being open to learning new ways of doing business, new ways of using software, et cetera. Because actually the, the benefit of that is not just, hey, there's this new nugget, but it's the practice of learning and changing. And so I would challenge everybody um, to really pay attention to to learning and expanding your horizons in as much as you can, making that a practice within your organization. Um, because not just software, that's that's what's going to truly create change. And and I just want to close with, you know, I want people to recognize that all of your team members have so much pride in their work. I I know my customers, I talk to them all the time. I understand that they're all very high level, uh, very technically trained and passionate contractors. So you are blessed with this wonderful team and they want to continue to hone their skills and get better and better and better at what they do. And with a tool like Estimate Rocket, it really streamlines that whole process and gives them the ability to focus more time on important things for their company. So I will challenge you uh, to to continue to up those weights on a on a monthly basis. You know, go from thirty five to forty to forty five to fifty to sixty. And as you flex your muscles and learn the product within Estimate Rocket, you will find that your team has so much pride using this tool because they are getting to do what they are most passionate about, and that is their craft in working with the customers. Nice. And I love that you keep bringing in the team because it is truly a team effort. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're learning that all the time. Um, we, as society, we're learning that. In business, you learn that. I, I hear more and more people focusing. Actually, we did a uh, Ask a Painter with Nick Slavic yesterday, and Tom was on with him. And uh, it was it was really good. Uh, we released a podcast. You can go back and listen to the podcast. Uh, and it's right before this one. But you know, he's talking about you've got to make your people happy. Now, I think everybody does that in different ways. I mean, and, and, and there are... 
you can't get stuck on just making people happy. You really have to do what's right for your company, mm-hmm. do what's right for your team. And there's going to be people that won't be happy no matter what. So I'm, I'm not talking about them, but you know, you really do have to take care of your soldiers. And I'm a big believer. I don't know if I, I don't think I've said it on this podcast. I believe you treat your employees better than your customers. Now, some people say, no, 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 no. Your customers better. Well, then I would just say, well, then raise it to the same level. Mm-hmm. Treat your employees as good as your customers. Mm-hmm. But at the very least in my book, but I, th- I say you treat your soldiers better. I say you train your soldiers, you invest in your soldiers, your people, your frontline people who are doing your work and representing you. They're you, they're mm-hmm. you to your customers, invest in them. Like you invest in yourself because they're taking you and everything you've got out to sell. And so I just think that your, your team, you keep emphasizing this, Kathy. And I think that's great. You just, you just got to, make your people in your face and your voice pretty consistent across the board. And then you're going to have a united front. Exactly. Um, and, and so when we think about people learning estimate rocket, make sure you're bringing those people to, to the training. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's what we're saying to our customers, but, but we're also telling people, and this is my little piece. I would say to you as a business owner. Um, yeah. Like Kathy said, invest in your people. And right. like Bevan is telling us um, you have got to, understand you I, I think bevan it's been great to have you on to talk about the development side because you know you see how we're trying to create something and evolve something that's meeting the needs of people but also leading the needs of people mm-hmm. you know it's saying here's what you here's what you want and here's what you know, we're making this for you but we're also anticipating where you haven't been next and that's hard work man that is mm-hmm. hard but right. we're trying to continue to do that. So as, I, I think we're relating to businesses that are trying to do that for their customers too. It's, it's tough. It's difficult. You got to keep pushing things forward. You got to keep learning, as Bevan said. Um, but uh, we believe it's worth it. It's worth the work. So it's been fun, guys. Again, I've had a lot of fun <laughs> with this How to Rival. We've launched Rival in the meantime. I think we're having pretty good results with it. So again, inviting everybody to come and attend that. Um, Bevan, thank you so much for your participation. You are such a good sport in all of these and um, handled the questions beautifully. Thank you, Bevan. Well, thanks for having me. I've enjoyed all the conversation. (laughs) This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Plan for the pain.